When one considers all the infinite varieties of life that we see here on earth, the plants and flowers, the intricate systems and vast variety of species that live and thrive in the land, sea and air, plus the mind-boggling expansive order and fine-tuning that is found in our solar system, galaxy and universe, it boggles my mind how anyone could see all this and think that it just happened all by itself. And if one adds to this, even one more example, among many others that are available to choose from, such as the wonders of DNA and the mind-boggling complexity of the so-called simple cell, all subject to forming intricate independent and collaborating systems in accordance with precise instructions written in self-correcting and verifying code, again, supposedly putting itself all together according to sheer unguided chance, over large expansions of time, it just doesn't make sense. Yet this is the answer that scientists who do not believe in the possibility of any supernatural intelligence orchestrating any of this, put forward as their answer to what we see. According to materialistic scientists, with the right amount of time available, literally anything can put itself together, including the universe itself. It doesn't matter, that in many cases, according to the projected laws of probability, that there is insufficient time, for our planet, as an example, to have accomplished all these feats all by itself, that is still their answer. It happened by itself because they say it happened by itself. Any suggestion that an intelligent causal agent might be responsible is unacceptable. It's not on the table. It can't be considered. There are opposing scientific minds that do consider an intelligent causal agent, and seek him, but they would be in the minority. I've even seen where scientists have indicated to other scientists, not to be influenced by the order that they do see, because although the order is acknowledged as appearing to be there, one should not assume that the order came about by other than sheer chance. Any other directed option is not acceptable. God actually covers this blind perspective in His Holy Word. Romans 1:20 Nasp reads as follows, For since the creation of the world His invisible attributes, that is, His eternal power and divine nature, have been clearly perceived, being understood by what has been made, so that they are without excuse. Without excuse would seem to indicate that the vast majority of humanity should be able to make this connection. My personal perception of scientists who determine that all we can see and know came about by sheer undirected chance, is that they do not want to see or consider the possibility of a supernatural influence because of the possible personal repercussions of that decision. If one considers the possibility of God, then it follows that one might be subject to God, and that perspective is not acceptable to the vast majority of materialistic scientists. Actually, that perspective is prevalent throughout a good portion of our worldly societies. I would submit that many people don't want to consider the possibility of God because that might mean that they are subject to God, in other words, they would have to be considerate of His ways and thoughts. Many people don't want to even consider the possibility of God, or consider that God has revealed of Himself to us, because it presupposes an obligation to adhere to what He has revealed. Ignorance is bliss. If I don't know I don't have to consider it. I decide for myself, no one, including God, if He exists, tells me what to do. Jesus told us that all of the words that He spoke were given to Him by His Father, John 12 49. And these are the words that Jesus spoke, as found in John 3 16-21 Nasp. For God so loved the world, that He gave His only Son, so that everyone who believes in Him will not perish, but have eternal life. For God did not send the Son into the world to judge the world, but so that the world might be saved through Him. The one who believes in Him is not judged, the one who does not believe has been judged already, because he has not believed in the name of the only Son of God. And this is the judgment, that the light has come into the world, and people love the darkness rather than the light, for their deeds were evil. For everyone who does evil hates the light, and does not come to the light, so that his deeds will not be exposed. But the one who practices the truth comes to the light, so that his deeds will be revealed as having been performed in God. Notice the statement Jesus makes, given to him by God his Father, 
about Jesus himself. And this is the judgment, that the light has come into the world, and people love the darkness rather than the light, for their deeds were evil. For everyone who does evil hates the light, and does not come to the light, so that his deeds will not be exposed. Did you notice how Jesus states that he did not come into the world to judge the world, at his first appearance? But yet, a few words later, the words given to Jesus by his Father state the following. And this is the judgment. For example that which we will be judged on is what follows, and God the Father specifically indicates it is how we respond to the light. And then God the Father, through His Son, breaks it down for us. God the Father has sent us His Son so that we might live and not perish. The appearance of Jesus at this time is not to judge, but to save. Jesus represents His Father and as such, Jesus is the light. God has come into the world, in the flesh, through His Son. People love their own darkness rather than looking to and acknowledging the light. Why? Because that which they do, according to God's standards, is evil. Anyone who does evil, does not want to come to the light because they do not want their deeds to be exposed for what they are. Would that be due to the fact that our standards fall short of God's standards? Think holy versus not holy. And then we have what I call the kicker statement, but the one who practices the truth comes to the light, so that his deeds will be revealed as having been performed in God. To paraphrase, if we truly are concerned about truth, if we earnestly seek truth and we endeavor to practice truth, we will be drawn to the truth that is shown and voiced by the light and by doing so, our evil deeds will be conformed and performed into God's standards. The pursuit of truth leads us to the light. Jesus is unique. The light redirects us to God's standards. God's standards become our standards. Darkness or our own self-centered truth leads us away from the light. Darkness is focused on our standards. Our standards replace God's standards. This is the judgment that we will be required to give answer to. Either God is or God isn't. Denial is a willful choice or decision. Either Jesus is the light or He isn't. Again, a willful choice or decision. Where we spend eternity depends on which choice or decision we follow, believe, trust in and act on. God's light or our own darkness. The correlation between the denial of God's existence and the following of His ways and thoughts, versus our own, sets our course for eternity, whether we acknowledge it or not and it isn't too difficult to determine which course those who deny God's existence have chosen. Worthy is the Lamb. Blessings.